The Sermons of St. Francis de Sales for Advent and Christmas. Continuing his sermon for the third Sunday of Advent, St. John the Baptist's Great Humility. Without worrying about what others would say or think of him, St. John walked with determination before God, not like those who go and do not go. We say to some, You must do this. You must go there. But before doing it or going to the designated place, they make a thousand reflections and hesitations. They are like those servants who, when sent on some errand, do not go where they are sent, but they amuse themselves en route at each shop they pass, talking out of this one and out of that one. The least little thing they see stops them. Such people go, while in a sense they are not going. These ambassadors, then, want to know who St. John is, in order to report to those who sent them. But he says nothing to them except, I am the voice of him who cries out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord. Please note this glorious saint's perfect humility. The more they pursue him, the more he withdraws and lowers himself in his nothingness, always rising thereby to a higher degree of humility. O noble virtue of humility! How necessary it is to us on this wicked earth. Not without reason is it called the foundation of all virtues. Without it there is none. It may not be the preeminent virtue. Charity or love of God surpasses it in dignity and excellence. Yet these two virtues have such mutual affinity that one is never found without the other. Since it is to the point... I will relate to you a beautiful sketch on this subject, which I read with pleasure in the recently published Lives of the Fathers. The author relates that many of these good religious had at one point assembled and were talking together familiarly in a spiritual conference. One of them was highly praising obedience, another charity, a third patience. Hearing what all his brothers said about these virtues, one of them added, As for myself, it seems that humility is the first and most necessary of all. He made the following comparison. Humility and charity are united like John the Baptist and our Lord. Humility is the forerunner and the precursor of charity, as St. John the Baptist was of the Savior. It prepares the way. It is the voice crying out, Make straight the way of the Lord. And just as John the Baptist went before the Messiah, so also must humility come in order to empty hearts that they may then receive charity. For that can never dwell in a soul in which humility has not first prepared the lodging for it. One day, St. Anthony was wrapped in ecstasy. When he returned to himself, his good confreres asked him what he had seen. He said to them, I saw the world filled with snares, calculated not only to make us stumble, but also to cause us to fall headlong over deep precipices. They replied, And if it is filled with snares, who then can escape? He answered them, Only those who are humble. We see here just how necessary humility is to resist temptations and escape the devil's snares. St. John had it to a very high degree of perfection. You ask me why I baptize, he says. 
I baptize you with water unto penitence. But there is one among you whom you do not recognize, who by baptizing remits sins. You want to know who I am? I tell you that I am nothing but a voice. It is as if he meant to say, O poor men, how greatly are you deceived in me. You think I am the Messiah because I am not dressed like other men, my garment being made of camel's hair. I do not eat bread or meat, and I sustain myself only on locusts and wild honey. I drink no wine, I have no house, but live in the desert with dumb animals. I am on the river Jordan baptizing with water and preaching penitence. Because of this you believe that I am the Messiah. Now I tell you I am not he, but only the voice of him who cries in the desert. In declaring that he was only a voice, how could St. John humble himself more? For the voice is only a breath, an exhalation into the air, which produces some little sound and then disappears entirely. You believe that I am the Messiah, and I insist that I am not even a man, but only a simple voice. If you go into this desert, you will hear echoes among these rocks, and if you speak, they will answer in an utterance similar to your own. Now who among you will confuse the echo with the person? No one. Well, this is what I am, and nothing more. In this way, the glorious St. John humbled himself to the very depths of his nothingness. To the same degree that he lowers himself, God exalts him and cries aloud that he is a prophet and more than a prophet. Furthermore, he calls him an angel, saying, Lo, I send my angel to prepare your way before you. Surely, from time immemorial, divine wisdom has looked favorably upon the humble. He has humbled those who exalted themselves and raised up those who humbled themselves. Our Lady and Mother, your glorious mistress, has sung of this in her divine canticle. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the humble. Everyone who exalts himself shall be humbled. Those who wish to place their throne upon the clouds will be brought down, and the poor who lower and humble themselves shall be exalted. There are some people so full of pride that they cannot subject themselves to anyone or suffer anyone to say what they really are. They want to be preferred to everyone, and they esteem themselves more learned and erudite than any other, and it seems to them that they never need a teacher. Actually, such people are usually extremely ignorant, but no one dares to tell them that, for they suppose themselves to be veritable marvels. God humbles such as these. He leaves them and looks upon the poor and humble souls who are prostrate and have no throne but their littleness. These are not offended when we tell them that they are imprudent and have no sense or judgment. They humble themselves and God exalts and raises them up, giving them His Spirit, by which they perform great things. In short, our Lord offers St. John to all kinds of people for their imitation. He should be the model not only of prelates and preachers, 
but also of religious men and women. They should consider his humility and mortification, so that in following his example, they also may be voices crying out that we should prepare the way and make straight the path of the Lord, so that, receiving him in this life, we may enjoy him in the next, to which may the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit lead us all. Amen. Sermon 3 Penitence Sermon for the Fourth Sunday of Advent, December 20th, 1620 The word of the Lord came to John, the son of Zachary, in the desert. And he came into all the country about the Jordan, preaching the baptism of penance for the remission of sins. Luke chapter 3, verses 2 to 3 As I pointed out last Sunday, when he was questioned as to whether he was the Christ, Elijah, or the prophet, the glorious St. John testified abundantly and gave excellent proof of his humility. St. John knew that when Moses spoke of our Lord's coming, he indicated that a great prophet would first come before him. He also realized that the Jews thought that he was the one who had been promised. Therefore, he openly avowed, I am not he. Great humility indeed. And no one expressed that humility better than St. John the Evangelist when he wrote, He confessed and did not deny that he was not the Christ. But when they pressed him to say who he was, so that they might inform those who had sent them, he replied, I am the voice of him who cries in the desert, Make straight the way of the Lord. It is as if he meant, Do you wish to know who I am? I am only the voice of him who cries out in the desert. It was not St. John who cried out, but our Lord through the mouth of St. John. Do you think, he wrote to them, that it is I who speak to you? Oh, no. Rather, it is God who speaks through my mouth. Do not receive my words as human words, but as divine words. For I tell you in truth that it is not I who teach, but God through me. Now St. John was by the river Jordan, at the edge of the desert, crying out and preaching penitence. People hastened from all sides to hear him and to be baptized by him. It was there that he cried out, Do penance, prepare the way, make straight the paths, for the Lord is near. But because I cry out and preach in the desert, you want to know who I am. I protest to you that I am only the voice of him who cries out. It is not I who cry in the desert, Do penance. It is God who says it to you through me, and I am only the voice, the trumpet he uses, so that you will understand how you are to prepare to do penance and dispose yourselves for his coming. You ought to hear my words, not as mine, but as those of God, who speaks to you through my mouth. For I am the voice of him who cries out in the desert. This has been taken from The Sermons of St. Francis de Sales for Advent and Christmas, translated by Nuns of the Visitation 
and edited by Father Louis S. Fiorelli, OSFS. Published in 1987 by Tan Books and Publishers Incorporated, Rockford, Illinois, and aired with permission of the publisher. This book may be purchased online at www.tanbooks.com or by calling toll-free 1-800-437-5876.